0: Today's episode of Motor City Hardball is being recorded outside. Why is that, you ask? Because I can, and it's really nice out. Uh, So this past weekend, actually on Sunday, I went downtown with my uncle. We were going to try and see if we could get tickets uh, to the game against the Royals. We were going to get tickets from a scalper, just because we didn't put in all the time and energy necessarily to... Uh, Get tickets ahead of time. We weren't looking to spend a ton of money. We just wanted to get inside the stadium So this is my first time being downtown in a long time. Obviously, this is my first time being downtown uh, With the Tigers, you know and and baseball being back and played at Comerica Park. So we got there before the first inning probably like around 1230 and the vibes downtown were, you know It was somewhat lively and I understand that you can only have you know what 8200 fans uh, in attendance So it's not like it was going to be a full crowd and that downtown is going to be crazy busy, but there really wasn't that many people. And truthfully, I'm not surprised because this team stinks. Like who, who wants to go watch the Tigers play right now? I get it. Most people are probably there just to get inside the stadium, enjoy the nice weather and have a couple $10 beers because that's likely what we were going to do. But regardless, we go around and there was a few scalpers, uh, typically, in your average non COVID season, there is roughly, I don't know, I'd say 10 to 20 scalpers outside the stadium. Uh, there was about three of them on Sunday, and none of them had any general interest in just essentially letting us into the ballpark. So, what do I mean by this? So, we asked them how much they wanted to charge for their tickets, and these scalpers were like, yeah, $40. And there's no way. There's no way in hell that we would spend $40 a ticket, not $40 for two tickets, $40 for one ticket to watch the Tigers play the Kansas City Royals uh, in which this team has been on a consistent streak of not being able to score to save their life. Uh, realistically, it's worth maybe $10 to get inside and watch. I, I, I You always see those ads where it's like $10, uh, tickets starting as low as $10 on the website and stuff, but that's not the case. They wanted like $30 at uh, the box office, and uh was going to say FanDuel, not FanDuel, uh, StubHub. Uh, StubHub wanted like $25, $30, and uh, it's just ridiculous pricing, and I know that I've been ranting here a little bit, but I'm okay with that. Uh, so we, we we waited, and the second inning rolls around basically we went we didn't get our tickets we had a drink sat down uh go back because we were assuming that the scalpers wanted to just they didn't want to eat their money on the tickets right we figured that they'd give us give us the tickets for i don't know 20 bucks maybe each uh and we go back and they wanted 40 dollars still and it was the second inning anyway long story short the tigers didn't even score a run they get shut out and it's a great thing we didn't go to the game Welcome to Motor City Hardball, presented by Blue Wire Hustle. On today's episode, the Tigers are in dire need of some change. It's funny there's more birds out here chirping and, and woodpeckers pecking at trees than the Tigers have had hits and runs combined uh, in the past week. We're experiencing a really tough pattern on this show recently. And what I mean by that is it seems every week the Tigers are not scoring or they're scoring one run or they're scoring two runs. We get a great effort from this starting rotation, whether it be Matthew Boyd, Spencer Turnbull, who just made his return this past week, Uh, Michael Fulmer is looking good. But the offense absolutely stinks. Uh, If you don't take into consideration last night's game where the Tigers actually scored a run in the first inning, Uh, And the Tigers actually scored more than two runs. Uh, They scored two runs, zero runs, one run, two runs, two runs, their last six games. Uh, And that's not good. That doesn't win you ball games. You've got these guys, our starting rotation, going out there and and just giving their all and pitching their hearts out. Matthew Boyd in particular is pitching incredible. Uh, And you're getting zero offensive support. And it doesn't make sense. Like, at, at what point is it going to click for these guys? Because nothing seems to be working. Uh, let's take a look at the box score of, uh, for the Tigers and, and their batting averages, just to see how abysmal things really are. Uh, Robbie Grossman, a 208 batting average. Jamer Candelario, arguably the most productive bat in this lineup. Uh, a 264 batting average. Miggy, who just returned, hit a home run last night, 171 batting average. Jonathan Scope, 192. Willie Castro, 214. Akil Badu, 241. Wilson Ramos, 221. It, it goes on and on and on. No one on this team, except for Jamer, has a batting average above 250. There's all this talk about how the Tigers seemingly score all their runs uh, on the home run ball, which is true. I I don't know how that makes any sense, because off the top of my head, well, Wilson Ramos did have a little power streak going there. Uh, The Tigers, in the opening series, that first week, pretty much scored all their runs in the home run. Obviously, everybody remembers the Miguel Cabrera home run, Um, which, by the way, quick story, quick story. Um, I had seen that on opening day uh, the FanDuel had this thing where it was like, pick who's going to hit the first home run of the 2021 season. And I looked up and down that list, and I saw Miguel Cabrera's name. And I was like, ah, I don't know, something about that. I just feel like Miggy, it's opening day, it's snowing. Like, why not? And his odds are plus 5,500. And I'm, not, I'm really not much of a betting man at all. Um, if anything, I'll put down a couple dollars every now and then. But, of course, Miggy did it. Uh, and one dollar would have won you 55 bucks and i was something that i really regretted anyway totally different story for another day um this offense just blows and we strike out like crazy and we don't put the ball in play ever we can't see we get guys in scoring position the other day we had a Badu uh lead off triple and we stranded him how do you strand a runner at third base with no outs well, I'll tell you, you have three consistent strikeouts, which is what happened. You can't seem to put the ball in play. You can't hit the ball remotely to the outfield, let alone in the infield and score that run. I mean, what the what like What do you say? What do you do right now as as the manager as AJ Hinch? It's the same shit every single day post game. Probably that same conversation, guys. We need to get the bats going. Uh, we our starting pitching is, is doing everything for us. Uh, what's wrong, you know? And as the manager, you can only do so much. I mean, bringing AJ Hinch to the city of Detroit, to this Detroit Tigers organization, in what year five, year six of the rebuild, he's not. He doesn't have the capability to win games. He's not in the batter's box. He's not out there swinging it. 99 mile an hour fastballs He's just standing in the dugout Making the calls And it. When I heard that A.J. Hinch Was going to be the manager of this team It was exciting But we're now almost at the end of April The Tigers are Well below 500 We have 8 wins on the season Somehow we're not in last place right now Because the Minnesota Twins are actually worse than us And that makes no sense Their pitching has been pretty brutal uh, and they've they've blown a bunch of leads. But anyway, I mean wh- where do we go from here? Uh, I know a lot of people are pretty pissed off. I was listening to 971 the ticket the other night and a lot of people were calling in basically saying that they're rooting for this team to lose and to tank and to just at the end just get you know a, another top draft pick. Uh, but we're so deep into this rebuild quote-unquote rebuild and nothing's really changed we're still like the worst team if you look at what the White Sox did a couple years ago the White Sox were for the longest time when the Tigers were at the top of the AL Central the White Sox were at the bottom they were in that rebuild mode they were terrible and now what four or five years later uh you have the White Sox that are could potentially be a, you know a quote-unquote dynasty team for the next who knows how many seasons. I mean, even though they went and got Tony Larusso, who why do you leave in Lucas Giolito last night to throw what 120 pitches and just blow the game and that was weird. Anyway, the White Sox get it, you know. They are turning things around. And it's tough because in their case, they've just got a bunch of great ball players. Who would have thought that Lucas Giolito would turn things around, be you know a Cy Young caliber kind of guy? Uh, They go and they sign Lance Lynn, Liam Hendricks, uh, Yohan Moncada. No one saw this German Mercedes dude coming to ball. And then you have Aloy Jimenez uh, and Luis Robert. So their team is stacked. The Tigers, on the other hand, are trying to bank on guys like Willie Castro, Jacoby Jones, who in years past has been great, but he always gets hurt. And I've talked about that on the show many times. I love Jacoby Jones because he's a great outfielder. And, He's got potential at the plate, but, man, he just he can't seem to do anything right right now. Jonathan Scope had a great season last year, but he's just shitting the bed right now. He had a home run yesterday, and I don't blame A.J. Hinch for really trying to maneuver this lineup around to have guys in a position where maybe they haven't been because he had Scope in the uh, cleanup spot last night. He was moving around to Keel Badu. Uh, towards the upper half of the lineup. But Badu has been struggling a little bit as of late. He had a great at-bat last night in the eighth inning to kind of keep things going. I think he had a 10-pitch at-bat. But, where, I mean, where do we go from here? I loved some of the small signings. I mean, Jose Uriña, the his first start was terrible. But since then, he's looked great. Uh, it's tough for Julio Tehran. But at this point, like pitching doesn't even matter because we're proving that, we can pitch his team is a great starting rotation but the offense just blows so this leads me to believe okay at this point uh almost at the end of april things don't look great miggy already went on the injured list because there's always this notion in the preseason of like in spring training where it's like okay a healthy miguel cabrera if he can produce like that makes a huge addition to this team that makes us that much better we already lost him to the IL, and he's, I mean, he hit a home run last night, but he's still, he's what, 38, 39 years old now? He can't expect that guy, even though he's got three years and, what, $60, $70 million left to make, he's not the guy for us. And at this point, do we go out and and trade, you know, our, our starting rotation at, at the trade deadline? If Matthew Boyd continues this success of dominance, do we trade Boyd to get, what, four decent prospects back? And speaking of that, I mean, look at what we've done in, with, with our, our big-name guys in, in years past. Nick Castellanos, J.D. Martinez, JV. Who do we get in return for JV? Arguably the best pitcher of all time, one of the best pitchers in Tigers history yeah Jake Rogers, Daz Cameron and some other, Alex Fiedo maybe who whoever the other, the pitcher was in that trade his arm has been blown since we got him since he came to Detroit. I mean, we've been getting crap guys in exchange for some of the best talent that's really touched this rotation or this lineup or this roster in some time. So Does this point to the front office decisions? Sure. And I'm not here to sit and roast Illich or Avila because it's not really going to do much sitting here and complaining, even though I pretty much am. Complaining about the decisions that they made. Because truthfully, I love that they went out and got the signings that they did this winter. Robbie Grossman still can produce. He's off to a really slow start. Somehow he gets on base all the time because he can walk, but he can't hit for shit. Uh, Nomar Mazara showed a few flashes of power. Unfortunately, he's on the IL. You lose Julio Tehran. I and mean, Jose Urania's looking good. And Wilson Ramos, hey, I mean, he's still got some pop in that bat. Strikes out a lot, but he's a big dude. I mean, what more can you expect? And he's getting up there in age. I just don't really know where to go from here, truthfully. It's tough to watch this team. We can't score runs. We don't score runs. We don't hit the ball. We don't put the ball in play. And with a team like that, why do people want to watch? Why do you want to go downtown to Comerica Park to, to watch this team? You're not going downtown to watch them play baseball. You're going to a game to drink and eat Coney Dogs or maybe bring your food into the stadium because that's what I would do all the time. I don't know if you can do that anymore because of COVID. But seriously, wh- what do we do from here? Every week on this show, I feel like I talk about the same thing. Starting pitching's great. The bullpen eh, kind of sucks, but the offense is just rancid. It's horrible. There's no other word to describe how bad it's been. And they're not fun to watch. The only excitement that we've had is Akil Badu. Honestly, that goes without saying. Even though he's been in a quote-unquote slump you got to give him some credit though. I mean, Rule 5 guy, He's he, this, this guy never played a game above single A. I love Akil Badu, he's awesome. But, what's the point of watching dominant pitching if there's no offense to show for it? So where do we go from here? How do we get this team back on track? You got Casey Mize pitching tonight against Carlos Rodon. You got Matthew Boyd pitching on Thursday against Dylan Cease. Which, by the way, I'm actually I'm going to Chicago tomorrow, uh, and it is supposed to rain there. But we I do plan on going to the Tigers game if possible if there is no rain. Um, So that would be really cool if I get that opportunity. I will definitely talk about that on next week's episode. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it doesn't rain. Um, But I expect the Tigers to win at least one of those games. I mean, you got Casey Mize and you got Matthew Boyd. Um, Casey Mize, who made his Major League debut in uh, Chicago last season. And Matthew Boyd, 2-2 record, 182 uh, ERA. I mean, he's balling right now. Matthew Boyd is making a statement to be a valuable trade chip at the deadline. Uh, and then the Tigers go to New York to play the Yanks, and the Yanks have been pretty bad, except Giancarlo Stanton has been on fire, uh, and the Yankees' pitching has been pretty tough. And it seems like the Tigers actually fare well against the Yankees in years past. We never—they never sweep us. Like even when times have been tough, it's like we always beat the Yankees, and it's like we always beat these great pitchers too. I don't get that. I mean, the uh, the Tigers lost nine out of ten. So that's a tough stretch. But, hey, that sweep in Houston, I mean, we destroyed Zach Granke. We beat Lucas Giolito last night. We are beating the odds here, let's just say. Uh, And if you are someone who is a betting man or woman out there, let me suggest this. You take the under on these Tigers games and you take uh, whoever the Tigers are playing. That's pretty much free money right there. That's been the case for the last, what, 11 days now, 10 days now. A lot of money to be won. Uh, and then after the Tigers play the Yanks, they go to Boston, play the Red Sox. A little AL East competition going on over here, uh, jumping from one team to the other. But both of these teams, I mean, Boston, look at Boston. They're 15-9 and nine right now. They're playing great. They got off to a terrible start. They got swept by the Orioles, and, like, the run differential in that series was abysmal. And then they went on to win, what, like eight or nine in a row? And the Yanks were the worst team in baseball, too. For a while, but they've been on a, a bit of a winning streak So, look, the Tigers have some work to do It's obvious um, And it come, you know, middle of May See how many, te- how many wins that this team has uh, I believe that there's going to be some big changes made If things continue in this direction Because you don't the, First off, sports in Detroit suck right now Every major team just blows Um, That's obvious. That's a given. Everyone knows that. (laughs) We all suck. There's no point to turn on a Tigers game. You you just, you don't want it. Even as a diehard fan, like, I find it hard. I've literally found it so hard to watch the Tigers in the past week. Because I know they're not going to score. And it's just, they're not fun to watch. Anyhow, something's got to give. Someone's got to step up and be like, fuck it. I am taking this team in another direction for good reason and that needs to happen now because what else is there to say? Literally what else is there to say? They're not fun to watch it's fun to go downtown but it's not fun to sit there and watch your team have four hits and one run or no runs there's just no excitement with this team and every week on this show it's been that case Where it's the same thing every week And I'm tired of it I'm sure the die hard Tigers fans out there are tired of it It sucks So Where do we go from here? I don't know I hope that by the time The next episode airs next week That the Tigers have won at least Three games So that I have something better to talk about So that I don't have to sound exhausted Repeating myself about how bad this offense is and how no one really seems to give a shit about anything except Akil Badu and Matthew Boyd. Maybe Gregory Soto from time to time. But I just, I'm tired of it. And it's just not fun to watch this team. And when are things going to change? I just, I don't know. Nobody knows. So that is all for today's episode slash rant. If you've made it this far into my rant, thank you. And I appreciate you for listening. Uh, It's likely that next week... If there isn't anything exciting related to the Tigers, by that I mean if we continue to suck, Uh, most likely you will just hear about a summary of my trip to Chicago, what it's like being in Wrigleyville. The Cubs aren't going to be in town, which is kind of a bummer, but Wrigleyville is still going to be popping, and I'm really excited I'm really looking forward to that, um, because Cub fans are awesome. And I have a sweet vintage Cubs jacket that has been sitting in my closet and... I mean, it's not like I can't rock it around here, but I might as well bring it and uh, show it off when I'm there. So I'm looking forward to that. But anyhow, uh, episodes every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Guys, I'm Brandon Rothenberg. We'll see you next week on Motor City Hardball.